9 o'clock on Monday, the 30th day of May. The Arizona Emergency Net is Maricopa is now in session. Good evening, this is KD7HLQ, Net Control, my name is Rick. Before I proceed, is there any emergency or priority traffic for the net? Every Monday night, the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa meets for training and exercise in the public service communication arts. Someone has to be ready. This net is dedicated to addressing that challenge. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa also activates during threats of emergencies affecting Maricopa County, so when trouble strikes in Maricopa County, tune here. This net is an activity, not a separate organization. We don't recruit people from their chosen organization, so go join the public service organization of your choice and come here to learn, hone your skills, and exercise your equipment. All are welcome here. The only requirements are a radio, a license to use it on the net, and an interest in using both for the benefit of others. We expect to make mistakes and learn from them. Old grumps and sorry attitudes don't belong here. This frequency is here by a can-do how-to zone. This is KD7HLQ Net Control. Emergency Net Maricopa is normally held on the Mount Ward, figures 146.92 minus offset, and the Shaw Butte, figures 147.24 plus offset linked repeaters. But both repeaters require a figures 162.2 Hz tone. However, due to the Shaw Ward link being down, the net will be held only on the Shaw Butte repeater until sometime this spring. Guys, the Arizona Repeater Association for authorizing us to use these repeaters. Any stations that can't reach the repeater should try transmitting simplex on the output frequency of the repeater. Wait for the repeater to stop transmitting before you transmit. Any stations that hear someone that net control cannot hear should notify me with the word relay. In the event that the repeater fails, we will use simplex on this Shabu frequency, figures 147.24 simplex. This is KD7HLQ net control. I need a volunteer for alternate net control. Alternate net control copies check-ins with me and keeps notes, informs me when I double with someone, and is available for special assignments. Alternate net control will assume net leadership if I cannot continue. I don't believe a station volunteered last week, so is there someone willing to volunteer for alternate net control?
Okay, who will volunteer to help me out with alternate net control this evening?
Uniform Lima Whiskey. I acknowledge WB7ULW and the other West Valley stations. Okay, let's go on to Central Phoenix. Central Phoenix stations, please check in with your FCC call sign in groups of three, please. Kilo Delta 7 Echo Tango Hotel. Kilo Echo 7 Echo Juliet Foxtrot.
Echo 7, Victor, India, November. November 7, Tango, Echo, November. KE7VIN in 7TEN. Three more East Valley stations, please. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Juliet Golf Oscar. KF7JGO, any other East Valley stations before we continue? Stations outside Maricopa County are absolutely welcome and encouraged to check into this net as well. Any stations outside Maricopa County wishing to check in? at this time. Nothing hurt. Any stations anywhere else in the valley that missed their spot that wish to check in before we continue? Now call on each of you to give me just a little bit of information. I'm going to ask you for your name, your location. Are you a Skywarn spotter, yes or no? And close with your FCC call sign. So as an example, I would check in as Rick, North Phoenix, yes, KD7HLQ. This is KD7HLQ Net Control, and I'm going to start with our alternate net controller, KF7CCC. Go ahead with your report. Andrew, Phoenix, no, KF7CCC. Thank you, Andrew. KF7FL, go ahead. Dennis, Glendale, no, KF7FL. Thank you, Dennis. AE7GL, go ahead. Charlie? Yes, Glendale, AE7GL. Thank you, Charlie. N7UKN, go ahead. Don, Glendale, Skywar, yes, N7UKN. Thank you, Don. KF7PMW, go ahead. Allen, West Phoenix, no. KF7PMW. 
Thank you, Alan. WB7ULW, go ahead. Glenn, Glendale, and I-17. No, WB7ULW. Thank you, Glenn. This is KD7HLQ, net control. KD7ETH, go ahead with your report. Lee, Phoenix, Yas, KD7ETH. Thank you, Lee. KD7EJF, go ahead. Dennis, downtown Phoenix, Yas, KD7EJF. Thank you, Dennis. KF7OQC, go ahead. Harry, Central Phoenix. No. KF7OQC. Thank you very much. W7CGH, go ahead with your report. Charlotte. Mesa, yes, W7CGH. Thank you, Charlotte. WB7ATA, go ahead. Charles, Scottsdale, no, WB7ATA. Can you please say again your name? Your name is Arturo, A-R-T-U-R-O. Anything further out of the West Coast through FCC? Whiskey Bravo 7, Alpha Tango Alpha. Thank you very much for the report. N7PSW. All Phoenix, yes, N7PSW. Thank you, Paul. KC7LJA. Gordon, Awatuki, yes, KE7LJN. Thank you, Gordon, KE7VIN. Kevin, Chandler, yes, KE7VIN. Thank you, Kevin, N7TEN, go ahead. Gary, Tempe, no, N7TEN. Thank you, Gary. KF7JGO. Peter, Mesa, no, KF7JGO. Thank you, Peter. Are there any other stations wishing to check in before we proceed? Whiskey, whiskey, Mike. WB4 Zulu Kilo Alpha. November 7, Lima, Quebec, Kilo, and November 7, November, Tango, Mike.
Okay, I acknowledge WB4ZKA and N7NTM station ending that shared with N7NTM. Give me your full call sign again. The other call sign is November 7, Lima, Quebec, Kilo, N7NTM. Thank you very much. And station ending in WWM. Give me your full call sign, please. Kilo 7, Whiskey, Whiskey Mike. Very good. Any other stations before I take their reports? Kilo 7, Whiskey, Whiskey Mike, go ahead and give me your name, your location, are you a Skywarn spotter, and close with your FCC call sign. Bill, Santan Valley, no, K7, Whiskey, Whiskey Mike. Thank you, Bill. WB4ZK. Mike, Chandler, affirmative, WB4ZK. Thank you, Mike. N7LQK. N7LQK. Donna. Glendale. Yes. N7LQK. Thank you, Donna. N7NTM. Dennis. Glendale. Yes. N7NTM. Thank you very much. Last call. Any other stations before we proceed? This is KD7HLQ Net Control. Today we're going to be talking about clear, concise weather reports. Clear, concise weather reports contain two key pieces of information. What is happening and where is it happening? So that's what we're going to focus on today is how to talk about what is happening and where it's happening. And we're going to start with what is happening. First of all, let's talk about how do you know what is happening? What are some ways you can be able to tell what is happening so that you're able to describe it? If you'd like to share on this topic, please call with your FCC call sign only. obvious, but open your eyes, look out your window, um, observe, um, you know, look at the sky and see, see, you know, if it's, uh, if it's touching, if it's, uh, um, rotating cloud that's touching the ground, you can be pretty sure it's, sure it's a tornado. Um, so observe, of course, it helps if you have a little bit of education underneath your belt, like a spotter class, so you actually know what you're looking at. N7LQK. It may sound 
sound obvious, but it was actually on the list of things I wanted to cover tonight. So yes, the first thing is open your eyes and look at what's going on. Who else has some other ways you can tell what's happening with the weather? Any tools, any skills, anything like that that you'd like to share? AE7GL. AE7GL. Any monitoring or recording equipment such as a uh, anemometer for wind speed or a uh, rain gauge that will uh, give you the rainfall intensity. AE7GL. Thank you very much. Any other tools or skills or anything like that that helps you know what the weather is that you're reporting? KF7PMW. KF7PMW, go ahead. Measurement. Measuring instruments are really good, but there's some things you can do to measure that you don't have to have that, an instrument. Visibility is often important. Uh, like, I'm not too far from Shaw Butte. If I know if I can't see Shaw Butte, then visibility is less than five miles. Uh, you know, taking, uh, knowing landmarks and where they are, being able to report whether you can see them or not will give visibility and help with information. That's a great skill, knowing the landmarks so you can estimate visibility. Anything further? No, that's my comment. KF7PMW. N7UKN, tools you can use when determining what is happening with the weather. Info. Info, go ahead. You doubled with uh, N7UKN, N7NTM. Thank you, N7UKN. Go ahead. Well, back to this observation. If you look out and there are trees in the neighborhood and the small branches are being blown off the trees or leaves, and if it's rainy and the rain comes down at almost a horizontal angle, uh, pretty strong winds, if your neighbor's house just blew by, that's a bad sign. The M7 you can. Thank you very much. Uh, before we go more into the types of weather you might talk about, whether or not it's even worth reporting depends on several factors. Keep in mind, this topic is open to more than just ANMAR activations in general. There are other settings where you might have to describe the weather. What are some things you might think about when deciding, should I even report it? F7CCC. AF7CCC. One thing that I would use as a, a factor to determine whether I would report something or not is whether I thought that thing would be uh, a danger to the people who were either listening or who were uh, keeping track of it. So 
I might not report a uh, 10-mile-an-hour uh, wind, but I would report a 60-mile-an-hour wind. KF-7. Very good. Any other factors you might determine, use to determine if it's even worth reporting? Uh, okay. I heard multiple stations. N7LQK, you won. Go ahead.
Yeah, I think what, uh, we should all think about is, is if we observe something that we think the weather service cannot see, uh, sure they have their radar, but, uh, they're not able to see flooding or, uh, low visibility or storm damage, for instance, uh, roofs are getting damaged or large trees are blown across the road, things like that, 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 um, the weather service cannot tell, but you can by looking out your window. Thank you very much. Any other thoughts on this question before I move on? N7UKN. N7UKN. I have a sheet in front of me from the National Weather Service who was given out at a Skyward workshop, and they list some of the things to look for. Funnel clouds, uh, rotating wall clouds, uh, downbursts, uh, flooding, local flooding, within a, if your street floods within the 20 minutes to a half hour, obviously that's a pretty strong rain. I, I mentioned about the bowing limbs off of the tree. Uh, Hail, they require or request that you report hail one half inch or larger in diameter. N7 UK. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was actually the next thing on my list here. Why don't I go ahead and read through quickly the list of Skywarn criteria? Keep in mind, this is Skywarn criteria. If you're not reporting to Skywarn, you aren't necessarily limited to this, but this is what Skywarn is looking for. Tornadoes, funnel clouds, rotating wall clouds, wind estimated or measured at 40 miles an hour, microbursts visually identified, rainfall half inch or more in 30 minutes, flooding of every any kind, damage and or deaths and or injuries due to weather, Hail, and on their website they actually say any size diameter. I don't know if that's a recent change to the criteria. Visibility less than half mile and snowfall. Those are the criteria that Skywarn's looking for. Anyone have any thoughts on those before we continue? LQK. LQK. Um, the hail any size is for the state of Arizona. Um, that is not necessarily true for the rest of the country, but um, we get hail so rarely that um, hail that they ask that any hail be reported. N7LPK. Thank you very much. Any other thoughts on the Skywarn criteria before we continue? So that's the Skywarn criteria. The question is, since we aren't just limited to Skywarn on in our discussion, are there other types of weather you might want to report that may not be Skywarn criteria, but may still be noteworthy enough to at least talk to someone about? This is Net Control. N7LQK. N7LQK. The National Weather Service can 
tell lightning, so we don't have to report it. But if we are doing an, e an event where we have, especially where we have like people out on a course, um, lightning could be extremely dangerous, and so that needs to be reported. N7 LQK. Very good, and let's expand on that a little bit. Uh, what would be some useful information to report when you are reporting lightning? Is I hear thunder enough of a report, or would there be some additional information that might be useful? Are you asking me specifically? You can answer, or we can take it from someone else. Um, if you can hear thunder, the lightning is close enough to strike. So, um, yeah, that's good. But it would help more if you could tell how far away the lightning is, um, direction it's coming from. Um, I believe it's one mile for every six seconds. Um, maybe every five seconds. I thought it was every six seconds because I thought it was kind of a weird number. Um, where the, like I said, where the lightning is um, can be very useful. If you have access to the Internet and you can check the National Weather Service and see where the lightning is and sort of the direction it's moving, that could be helpful too. But like I said, if you can hear the thunder, the lightning is close enough to strike, so uh, that definitely should re be reported N7LQK. Thank you very much, and I'll tell you that I've heard estimates anywhere from 5 to 7 seconds a mile, and since it's just an estimate, it's probably not that exact. Uh, my guess is that five seconds per mile may be used commonly uh, just to make the math a little bit easier. Any other thoughts before we continue? N7TEN. N7TEN. The five seconds is correct. Uh, Sound travels at 1,100 feet per second, approximately, which would be just under five seconds for a mile, and 17 Thank you very much. Any other thoughts before we continue? Okay, we've talked about what is happening with the weather. Let's talk a little bit about where is it happening. If you're making a report, especially a report by radio, what would be some things that you might want to include in your report as far as where the weather is happening, and what are some things that might not be so useful to include in your report? Call with your FCC call sign. Yes, K7 Whiskey Whiskey Mike. Major cross streets or your location. K7 Whiskey Whiskey Mike. Thank you very much. Major cross streets. Any other stations? 
Foxtrot 7, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. TF7 CCC. If you're reporting something like a tree down, it would be helpful to know which lanes it is. Go in, uh, either going north or south or east or west, or uh, if it's a, across multiple lanes. TF7 CCC. Thank you very much. Any other stations? What are some things that you should or maybe even shouldn't bother re including when you report location? N7 LQK. N7 LQK. If you are observing something like a funnel cloud, you need to tell where the funnel cloud is, not where you are. So actually what you need to report is where the weather is, not just necessarily where you are. N7 LQK. Very good. Now you can, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you can report it relative to your location, like it looks like it's about seven miles southwest of where I'm at now. But where you're at now is otherwise not too useful. Any other thoughts? K7, KF7, PMW. KF7, PMW. One thing to consider is there might be times where there are no cross streets or anything to deal with and you may have to use GPS coordinates and you need to uh, hopefully be able to read those uh, correctly over the radio. Okay. Anything further? No. KF7 PMW. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, let's say you're out in the middle of nowhere. Is GPS coordinates the best way of reporting the weather, or might there be another more useful way? Anyone have any thoughts on that? AE7GL. AE7GL. You can also use uh, landmarks. Uh, for instance, you could say, I'm observing this at the east end of uh, Roosevelt Lake where the river runs into the lake at that point where I'm observing it. Something like that reference to a landmark that could be easily recognized. 87 GL. Very good. Any other thoughts on reporting weather in the middle of nowhere? N7LQK. N7LQK. From what I understand, I am not terribly familiar with GPS, but from what I understand, you can report your GPS coordinates, but there are three different ways of calculating those coordinates, so you need to know which system your GPS uses. Um, otherwise, it doesn't do much good because you can have three really different locations. And 7 LQK. Very good. Yeah, that's the danger with using GPS coordinates. Not only does the person you're talking to not necessarily have the means to interpret them, 
but it's very possible, even if they copy the numbers down right, that they may actually get a completely different location if they're using a different GPS system. Any other thoughts?
Anybody can activate this net if they think there's a cost. K7CIM. Thank you very much. Any other thoughts before I continue? W7CGH. They have an 800 number that they give the watchers. And when you get your ID number, it's on that paper. Very good, thank you. Anything further? W7CGH. Thank you very much. Are there any announcements for the net? If so, call now with your FCC call sign only. KE7EJF. KE7EJF. Rick, I just came running in here. I just want to make sure you're asking for announcements before I make a fool of myself. I am. Please proceed. Yep. I'd rather do it one way or the other. Uh, this is just a reminder that uh, the opportunity to take the MCECG class is coming quickly. June the 11th is the class. There are still a few spaces left in the class. Um, it's a great uh, class to learn lots of things, not just about uh, how a public service event operates, but also batteries, antennas. It's a great learning experience. If you haven't taken it, go sign up. It's for the new ham and the older experienced ham as well. Um, I've said, and I can't count how many, and I always learn something. Oh, and by the way, the website is www.mcecg.net. KE7HF. Thank you very much. Any questions for Dennis before we continue? Are there any other announcements for the net? If so, please call now. And 7NTM. And 7NTM. For those of you that have not heard yet, I received an email message through a couple of different people regarding the proposed uh, changes in the city of Glendale regarding zoning restrictions. Apparently, the amateur community at this point has won that fight. The message basically said that the planning and a zoning meeting schedule for this Thursday. The topic of uh, amateur radio has been taken off of uh, the agenda, and it looks like that issue at this time is dead. Um, anybody that went ahead and emailed or called or mailed uh, any of their representatives in the city of Glendale, thank you for the assistance. Um, it won't be taken off of the Glendale website because evidently they have a two-week uh, time constraint and we're within that time constraint. But uh, I understand from a different net things will be monitored 
and if the need arises, we'll be sure to uh, let everybody know. If you still wish to attend that meeting, it will be again this Thursday at 7 p.m. at the Glendale City Council Chambers off of uh, 59th Avenue in Glendale. This is N7NTM. Thank you very much. Anyone have any questions for Dennis before we continue? One thing I will mention is that if you're interested in learning more about weather, the National Weather Service does still have a couple of more Skywarn classes left in early June. And for more information about that, you can visit the www website www.weather.gov slash phoenix and click on the Skywarn link. And there's a link to the last remaining class or two left of the season. Any other announcements before we close? Again, on this repeater next Monday evening at 9 o'clock, the topic will be Kobayashi Maru, and Mike, WB4ZKA, will be net control. I'd like to thank KF7CCC for being my alternate net control this evening. I do appreciate your help and support. All stations, who would like experience in the alternate net control chair? I'm asking for a volunteer tonight to help next week. If you'd like to try your hand at alternate net control next Monday night, please call now with your FCC call sign. to volunteer, you might send Mike Foley an email during the week as he will be your net controller next week. This has been the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. You can find a recording archive of some of these nets and other net information at www.aen-mar.org. For more information on Arizona Aries, go to www.az-arrl.org slash secure. Go sign up for practical, hands-on experience in public service events with the Maricopa County Emergency Communications Group at www.mcecg.net. While you're there, click on the AZ AMSERV button on the front page to sign up for the AZ AMSERV email group to receive bulletins and notices about the net and other public service topics. Thank you to all NET stations for participating this evening. All stations are free to stand down and secure. Thanks to the 
the Arizona Repeater Association for letting us use this repeater. Thanks also to the general amateur radio community for cooperating with the net. This is Net Control closing the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa and returning the frequency and auto patch to general amateur use. This is KD7HLQ. Good night.